Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I have a slight touch of something, meaning that I might sound like I have a little bit of a cold, but I apologize. I might speak a little quieter, and there might be some bad edits if I have coughing fits. But uh, Andy sent me notes, so Steve, check out the story uh, from Connecticut. The ConnecticutPost.com. Fairfield settles suit with CT Judge, injured in pickleball lesson at Senior Center. That's exactly what it sounds like. The uh, judge was getting a pickleball lesson, got injured, and he sued the center, and they've now settled with him. So the underlying story goes something like this. The town of Fairfield has agreed to pay a settlement to a state judge who claims he was seriously injured while taking pickleball lessons at the town's senior center. The uh, judge states he broke his neck and ribs and injured his head, knee, and hand when he ran headfirst into a concrete wall in the Bigelow Center for Senior Activities in 2019. So we talked about pickleball. We talked about pickleball a couple weeks ago. We're talking about it again. And again, it sounds like this is his allegation, that he broke his neck and ribs and injured his head, knee, and hand when he ran headfirst into a concrete wall. Some people are going to ask, do we really need to put up warnings about that? He sued both the town and his instructor, who was a 74-year-old woman from Fairfield. The terms of the settlement were confidential, according to the settlement agreement. The uh, judge had previously offered to settle the case for $125,000, but we do not know if uh, that's the amount they settled for, or they settled for more, or settled for less. Lawyers for both sides declined to comment, and when asked for comment also, they couldn't get a hold of the instructor who would not return her phone calls or did not return her phone calls. Uh, she's taught pickleball at that center in Fairfield as a volunteer since 2016. Uh, among her former students was Betty Blake, mother of tennis pro James Blake. Pickleball, as discussed previously, is a combination of badminton, ping pong, and tennis, played in a small court with a net and players using big paddles and plastic yellow balls that resemble wiffle balls. Wiffle balls. <laughs> Spent a lot of my misspent teenage years playing wiffle ball. According to the lawsuit, at approximately 9.25 in the morning on January 26, 2019, he was participating in a pickleball lesson with that instructor on the Westerly Court in the Bigelow Center Gymnasium when in the course of routine play, he traveled beyond the end line of the court and crashed headfirst into the bordering concrete wall, sustaining serious injuries. And the word traveled is one of those um, passive words. It, it, it just sounds like he just traveled there. Like, did he propel himself there, or did somebody else propel him? So the lawsuit claims that the man's injuries were caused by the negligent act or omission of the town which owns the center because it located the pickleball courts without the minimum required buffer zone between the end line and a concrete wall. It located the pickleball courts without regard to whether the nearby concrete walls were padded and failed to install padding on the walls bordering the courts in violation of the safety measures called for by the USA Pickleball Association. So apparently, <laughs> there's an association in the U.S. for uh, pickleball, and they appear to have some guidelines that suggest that you should pad the walls next to your court. Now, here's the thing. If you don't have padded walls, and you see this story, you're going to see pads going up all over the place. However, if people can't afford the pads, there will be some places that might shut down. Just say, well, we can't afford a big old lawsuit like this when someone travels into the wall. 
The suit also claims that the instructor knew or should have known that the pickleball courts in the center pose substantial risk of injury to players because of the proximity to the concrete walls, yet allowed pickleball to be played on the courts. And that's a question that makes you ask, how many other people have been injured like this at those courts? And if this is a first, then you kind of got to look at that record and go, gee, it's never happened before. Maybe this is a one-off. Uh, the lawsuit stated that the instructor failed to instruct the plaintiff how to avoid the danger posed by the location of the courts and the lack of padding on the bordering walls. Um, rule number one of pickleball, do not travel headfirst into that wall. Rule number two, don't travel headfirst into that wall. Rule number three, do not travel headfirst into that wall. What about the wall over there? Well, you'd have to cross the net to hit that one, so we won't worry so much about it. But if it needs to be said, don't travel headfirst into that wall either. Oh, and by the way, coming to the courts and going home from the courts, don't travel headfirst into any brick walls. After the plaintiff said he felt something in his neck collapse, she allowed the plaintiff to be moved and failed to immediately summon trained medical personnel. So he's saying that he got injured on the courts, she was there, and she didn't call for help immediately, so he's placing that also on her. The lawsuit states that the judge was forced to incur expenses for medical care as a result of his injuries and is likely to continue to suffer a disruption of his life activities and to decrease his capacity to engage in and enjoy life's activities. The story does not mention how old he is. We do know that the instructor was 74 years old and that this happened at a town's senior center, but we do not know his actual age. So... In her deposition, the instructor said she recognized the judge when he came in for lessons as a judge and was surprised that he was not wearing athletic shoes. I commented to him and he said, I know, my wife told me the same thing. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> that's the kind of thing which you look at that and go, that is kind of odd. If the guy shows up for his lesson and he's not wearing what we call tennis shoes, I, I suppose they might have pickleball shoes. But I suspect that any court shoes would be okay, the kind of shoes you wear on a court where you play tennis or pickleball. Uh, but the fact that he shows up for them, he's not wearing athletic shoes. The question is, did that play into the injury? We don't know because she says that she commented to him, you're not wearing correct shoes. And he said, my wife said the same thing. But apparently they proceeded. And we don't know if that led into this or not. But the real question is, does anybody in this day and age who's an adult need to be told, by the way, do not slam into that wall head first. That wall is very, very hard. If you slam your head into it, it will hurt. Just to let you know. Does that really need to be said? Uh, and then also, do you need to pad all the walls around a pickleball court and presumably a tennis court? Do you need to pad the walls? Now, I have seen padded walls in gymnasiums, and where they often put them is behind the backboards. So if a guy's or a gal is going in for a layup, and somebody decides to give them the old hard foul and knocks them over, and they slam into the wall behind the backboard. Uh, there's often padding there. But there's all kinds of other stuff around the court that's not padded. And so the real question is, does this mean now that pickleball courts have got to pad all the walls around the courts or face big lawsuits if people get injured running into them head first. That's the real question. Now, of course, this happened in Connecticut, number one. 
And so number two, it's also a settlement. So it doesn't create a precedent in that sense, but it does put up a warning flag for anybody out there who runs a municipal pickleball court or even a regular pickleball court because you have to say, well, we do know that people can get hurt and someone else who gets hurt now is going to say, well, didn't you hear about the other case? We would have assumed that you'd make this court safe after hearing about that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the other big point, some people are going to say, really, what do you think this case is worth? And I don't know enough about his injuries because it says he broke his neck and ribs and injured his head, knee, and hand. Now, an injury to your hand could be one broken bone. It could be, you know, in essence, a sprained wrist or something. Uh, or it could be a bunch of broken bones. I don't know. And the broken neck, was that accompanied by any form of paralysis? Or was it just simply a, a, a break that's going to heal? I, I don't know. But one thing you always wonder about in a case like this is that a jury very well could look at this and go, hmm, guy ran headfirst into a brick wall. Whose fault is that? And a jury could come back and give him nothing. I've seen cases with liability that's stronger than that, where juries no-caused somebody, gave him nothing, absolutely nothing. And um, on the other hand, if you bring somebody into court who's all messed up, uh, physically, uh, especially if that broken neck led to some form of paralysis, and you wheel him in and out of the courtroom a bunch of times in a wheelchair, there's a chance the jury's going to look at him and go, ooh, someone's, someone's got to pay for that. Someone's got to pay for that. And so you have a situation where jury might come in at zero, or they might come in like way off the other end of the spectrum. And you don't know where that is, because technically speaking, those numbers just go up when you go that direction. So who knows? So a settlement's probably a good idea in a case like this. So it does say that there had been a previous offer to settle for 125 uh, that they claim was made by the judge, but we don't know if that's what they settled for or not. So there's a story from the ctpost.com. Andy sends me, thanks a lot. Fairfield settles suit with CT judge injured in pickleball lesson at senior center. Daniel Teffer wrote it. Questions or comments, put them below. This will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. I can only explain it to you. I can't understand it for you.